0: the truth lives political bomb show starring rishon blyden it's a
1: hump day party song turn up them speakers and sing along worked all week trying to make a dollar listening to that boss man holler Take a look and what do I see? Middle of the week, and wait three. It's party time tonight. It's a home day, party
0: song. Turn up them speakers and sing. Welcome, welcome, Political Bomb. So I'm your host, Ray Sean Blyden. Three two three eight three five one one two three. 835 Political Bomb. So. CF. So I'm sorry I had to end yesterday's show the way I did. I uh, really did have to literally step out. I had 20 minutes to get to, to that appointment, otherwise I'd lose it. And as you know, my hearing is very important. Being a broadcaster, as you can tell, I need my hearing. So I'm happy to report back though. It wasn't as serious as it could have been. I guess the air doctor, he said, that this time of year, especially when you take showers and water, get into your air or bath or what have you, sometimes fungus grow in your air. So that's what happened. Some fungi was growing in my air and that's what happened. So he sucked it all out, which hurt. It was painful, but he sucked it all out of there. And they had me on uh, anti-fungi airdrops. And then I report back in two weeks and uh, see if it's all gone. And Hopefully, it should be all gone, except Walgreens, they're out of stock, so who knows when they're going to get this medication, and if they don't get it by tomorrow, I'm going to have to call the doctor and see if I could go elsewhere and get it, because we need to get this taken care of. I can't have fungi growing out of my ear. This grouse is disgusting. But anyway, I don't even know what I was going to talk about. I actually lost... Uh, I lost my train of thought. I know what's on my mind right now. Basically, you have what you call an a-hole that I work with. He uh, he likes to cause a lot of trouble. He really does. He, he's just a kid. He really is just a kid. He's a kid and he don't know any better. The child don't know any better. I mean, why are you gonna make, a man is coming to work to earn a living for his family. And you're going to make fun because his English is not as good as yours. Okay, one time he did it. Okay, ha ha, he ha ha. But the man has told you that this is bothering him and you just keep doing it. So you're an a hole. Or Geraldo, Geraldo, whatever you want to call yourself, you're an a hole. And you know what kind of man Jose is? He called me up and said, It's not worth it. That's soundly advice. That's soundly advice. So. That's what's in my head right now. I don't want to talk and I don't want to rant. I want to do my show. So I'm not gonna uh I'm not gonna go there. I'll save all my rantings for my other show. So let's do some uh, news, shall we? Let's see what is in the news today. In the news, we have US Army big guns back for near peer fights. Uh-huh. Okay okay let's see what uh, do we have here well i guess you're waiting to for me to say what my main monologue is gonna be i don't actually know i don't really actually have a main monologue right now my mind is just um what's the word my mind isn't grounded right now right now I'm irritable because I don't like bullies. That's it. Let's talk about bullies. That's what we're, that's right. We're going to talk about bullies because this is a form of bullying and I don't like bullies. So that's going to be my main, main uh, topic today. So anyway, Uh, return the fires, how the army is getting back to its big guns and its prepares as it prepares for the near pair fight, this is a big gun, really huge, really huge gun. What gun is this? Troopers from field artillery support. I'm trying to see what kind of gun it is. It doesn't really doesn't really say. It's just a big gun. Just know it's huge. It's bigly, as Donald Trump, President Trump, would say. After nearly two decades of country surgency, warfare, the army's artillery and missiles, once the core of the modern army's way of land warfare, with 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 dread in quantity, quality, and manpower. Oops, you can't say manpower. The, the feminists aren't going kind to of like that. You have to say, what do you have to say? She power. What do I have to say? Man power is what I'm going to say. That's the word. I'll try to change the language. During the decline, of voices within the army called for a shift in priorities, training, and technology. And while Those calls were in some ways heeded. They also were in other ways ignored until now. Dun, 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 until now. Last year, Army Chief of Staff General Mark Milley established cross-functional teams centered around key Army priorities as the service prepares for near-peer threats, such as China and Russia. While they all play an important role in modernizing the army, one that has emerged as a top priority given current competitors and real-world readiness, is near and dear to the hearts of old soldiers. Fires. When the United States faced an imminent near peer threat in then Soviet Union, the ability to mount massive conventional fires as armor and mechanism I'm um, not mechanism, mechanized units. It's I'm sweating bullets here. I'm so hot, not only hot on the outside, but hot on the inside. You see, you gotta understand. For me, I am like the president. I I'm not good at letting things go. I'm I'm really not good at letting things go. And so, since this stuff is fresh in my mind, it's like like a cancer trying to eat away at me. And if I don't solve it, then it's gonna keep eating away at me. So, pardon me. I will ignore. Until I get to my man- monologue, not monologue, monologue. It's a monologue. At the peak of the Cold War, army formations could trade artillery and rocket barrages with their foes, confident that confident that they could match or outrange them as battle progressed. Okay, that's enough of that. That's enough. That is enough of that. Homeland no longer sanctuary. Let's see why. Why are you not sanctuary, Homeland? Can you tell us why? Well, the homeland is no longer a sanctuary amid rising near peer threats, Northcom commander says. I think I just pretty much read a little bit on that as far as the big guns and whatnot, so I've covered that. Bada bing, bada bing. Bada bing, bada bing. Russia, biggest war games in four decades. Okay, I read this before. I read this yesterday, as a matter of fact. Okay, this news feed is not giving me what I want. So we gotta find some other source. So as I sweat like a faucet, let me take a break and come back fresh.
1: First I was afraid, I was petrified. They flushed my head several times exposing my behind But then I spent so many nights working on my grand revenge I'll be your boss I'm gonna make you be my slave All my power I will abuse I'll be the CEO, you'll be the one who shines my shoes I'm gonna call you night and day And on weekends I'll send texts As you for all kinds of things Making sure you'll never end. you be my pet. You'll be my pet. Yeah, yeah.
0: I will survive. That was a tribute song to bullies, basically saying they're going to survive their youthhood but they're gonna be the ones growing up to be the boss and you're gonna be working for them the bullies and then they'll get their revenge then that's that that was a parody that that's that's pretty much what it meant there three two three eighty five one one two three okay uh I am not seeing much in the news feed here I gotta be honest so let's uh let's uh go elsewhere and see where i could find some news shall we oh goodness it's hot, did I mention this how hot it is? um... what the hell, okay da, 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 the the duh duh Okay, let's see what's going on. Anything new. I think I read this before. Trump's warns Facebook, Google, Twitter, bias censorship, firestorm, okay? I agree with him there. I read that yesterday, I believe. Manafort's defense hints at major strategy change for second trial. Could Trump's missing signature force him to be the whats What second signature? What are they talking about? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? In the history of presidential scandals, it is often the hidden... Things that end up proving decisive. Think, for example, of Monica Lewinsky's stained blue dress. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't need to laugh. But in President Donald Trump's recent scandal involving Stephanie Clifford, the pornographic film star known as Stormy, Stormy Daniels something that was never there to begin with could play an unexpected role. The missing item is the signature Trump failed to place on Clifford's non-disclosure deal two years ago. And if her lawyer has his way, there is a chance that the inch-long blank space could force Trump to testify about what he knew of the arrangement. So, I don't care about this Stormy Daniel crap. I really don't. I don't, I just don't. I really don't care about it at all. I just don't care. I don't care. Pope Francis really is the worst, honestly. He really is the worst. He's not even a real Pope. He's just a bouncer pretending to be a Pope. Francis does not view homosexuality as a disease, Vatican says. What does he... Let's see. Vatican clarifies Pope Francis' comments on psychiatric help for gay children. Pontiff did not intend to suggest homosexuality was a mental illness, says spokeswoman. The Vatican has tried to roll back a suggestion that Pope Francis, that parents should seek psychiatric help for gay children. During a press conference abroad, a flight from Ireland to Rome Francis was asked what he was would say to parents whose children were gay. The pontiff told journalists when it shows itself from childhood, there is a lot that can be done to psychiatric help. Okay. 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 That's enough for you, Bouncer Pope. Bigger agenda can't be distracted. What do we have here? What do we have here? Cardinal Cupit responds to Scaten letter by former top church official defends record. Da da, 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 no, 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 don't you give me that pop-up, don't you give me that, Chicago, a firestorm in the Catholic Church internationally, nationally, and now here in Chicago, Chicago, da, 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 da. On Monday, Cardinal Belize Cupid responded to a sketching letter by former top church official in a controversy that has the so-called whistleblower calling for the pope's resignation Corallo Maria Vegano penned a letter leveling substantial accusations against top Catholic leaders, his criticism begins with Cardinal Theodore McCurrick, Theodore McCurrick, and accusations, this is not funny stuff, why are you laughing? Accusations he sexually abused uh, for decades. <sighs> The Pope didn't, I read a story, I don't know if it was yesterday, that the Pope did, someone told him about the abuse in 2013. Someone told him, he knew, he knew, he knew about it, okay? Huh, is this a real story? How to be human, the man who was raised by a wolf, it sounds like something from a fairy tale. Let's see what's going on here. What is going on here? Abandoned as a child, Marcos Rodriguez Pandoja survived alone in the wild for 15 years, but living with people proved to be even more difficult. Wow. The first time Marcos Rodriguez Pandoja ever heard voices on the radio He panicked, F, he spelled the whole word out F. He remembers thinking, those people have been inside there a long time. It was 1966 and Rodriguez woke from a nap to to the sound of voices. There was nobody else in the room, but the sounds of the conversations were coming from a small wooden box. Rodriguez got out of bed and crept towards the device. When he got closer, he couldn't see a door, a hatch, or even a small crack in the box surface. Nothing. The people were trapped. Rodriguez had a plan. Don't worry. If you all move to one side, I'll get you out of there. (laughs) He yelled at the radio he's talking of people inside the box he ran towards the wall at the other end of the room the device in his hand there restless and red in the face he held it high above his head of a hair zoom barking she wants a treat uh well, held high above his head and brought it down hard against the brick wall in one violent swing. The wood splintered. (laughs) The speaker popped out of its casing, and the voices fell silent. Rodriguez dropped the radio onto the floor. When he knelt down to search through the debris, the people weren't there. <laughs> he, he called for them, but they didn't answer. They didn't respond. Is this real? Come on, someone yanking my chain again. He, then he thought this up. I've killed them, Rodriguez bellowed, and ran to his bed. This is too much. This can't be real. This is a long story. Okay, I'm not going to read all this. I can't. It's too funny. I just can't believe this. I can't believe that this is actually real. So, I'm not gonna entertain this thought anymore. And plus my girls are awake and they seek nourishment.
1: Wait a second, let me catch my breath. Remind me how it feels to hear your voice. Your lips are moving, I can hear a thing Living life as if we had a choice Anywhere, anytime
0: Ray Sean Vliden, three two three eight three five one one two three politicalbombshell dot So there's not much more in the news. So I don't even want to talk anymore about news. Let's get straight to what I want to talk about, and that's bullying. I don't understand how how someone can. You you work for a company they acquire a huge account from far away. Some of the people from far away agreed to stay with the company. Why would you want to bully someone who just wants to come to work and do their job? He has a family at home, but you know what? Immaturity. The key word of today is immaturity gm is very immature he's very immature he's always been annoying from day one let me explain something i didn't reach out to want to be friends with him i did not because i could sense and smell his personality from a mile and knew that this is an annoying prick i don't want to be friends with this person but okay i was like he claims today or yesterday whenever he wrote oh you're judging me i didn't even read half of what he wrote I'm judging you based on your personality. You're an annoying prick. You bully this this guy who all he does is come to work and do his work, and he wants to go home to his family. And he works far from where we are. Yet you want to bully him every day. The same thing. Yeah. So what? His his English and his um, his uh, texting as far as English text and and speaking in English goes. He's not. As good as you are. So what? So what? You're fat. He's not fat. You don't see him picking on you for being fat. So anyway. I want to get into that. But I. As. I am basically the. The voice for the voiceless basically. That's what I'm doing. That's all I'm doing here. Yeah some people say. Why don't you mind your business? Okay so. The thing is. In the short space of time that I've worked with Jose, I've come to to know that he's a good person. And the short space of time I've worked with GM and even hung out outside of work, I come to know that he's an obnoxious, immature prick. And so there's no other way around it. I just tell it as, as it is. He tells me to tell it to his face. Well, obviously in a group text, if I know you're there, Technically, I am telling it to you. You know, I know you're there and I've written it. So, but like Jose said, dude, it's not worth it. I have so much, so much goals in store. Why am I going to let a little punk like this derail what I have planned? It's not even worth it. Not worth my time. So I'm very good at just going about my business, staying out of people's way I don't like. I can do that very well. I've done that many times, and I can. But there's going to be a point where he's going to want to call because he's not, that's the other thing. He's he's essentially throwing stones in a glass house. That's what he's doing. He's throwing stones in a glass house. You know, you, you heard that song, right? If you live in a glass house, don't throw stone. And if you can take blow, my brother, don't take blow, don't throw blow. That's essentially what's going on here because Jose has knowledge that you need, and so do I. And it's going to be a point that you're going to want to call one of us. Why should we reach out of our way to help help you? First of all, it's not in our job description. We're not trainers. We're not getting paid to help you. So you wanna throw uh, stones in a glass house, go ahead and throw it. But when the glass breaks in your face, you'll come to understand, GM, that you got what you deserve. You got exactly what you were looking for. So that's all I really gotta say about that. But I wanna talk about more broadly bullying. It's just, I've never liked bullies. I mean, I've encountered bullies Let's see, when I was in the fourth grade, fifth grade, and up to the sixth grade, where that was the last of the bullies where I snapped. That was the end of that. I was like, no, uh-uh. This is not happening no more. And so I fought back against the bullies. And ever since that time, I mean, listen, what they say about certain things like, you know, like um, someone who's been bullied, sometimes they'll become a bully themselves. I'm not, I'm ashamed to say I did become a bully at one point, and I wrote about that stuff in my book. And I apologized to everyone that I bullied. That's the thing. I remember every single person that I bullied, and I put every single name in there and apologized to every single one of them because I remembered exactly what happened. And I'm guessing that I bully because I was on both ends of the spectrum as a bu- as being bullied. I also remember every single bully and every single thing that they did to me. And so now as a man, I stand up for the voiceless and for someone being bullied because the guy, he doesn't deserve to be bullied. He didn't come here to help us out far, far away. Yes, he's helping himself out because it's a job too. But he didn't come here to be bullied because his English isn't as good as yours. He didn't come here for that. So it's BS and for you to... To write back, oh, F, y'all, nigger, blah, blah, blah. You're a street thug. I want to be street thug anyway. You think you think that you're thuggish. You haven't ran into a real thug yet to shut that mouth up of yours. But um, I don't like bullies. I don't like bullies at all. Not even a little bit. So that's what I was doing here. No one wanted to step in and help him. So I sat back and I watched this go on for weeks. I watched, no one said anything, no one, zero zip nada. So what did I do? I became the aggressor towards the bully. And now he wants to try to come and throw his attack at me. Bring it on, bring it on. I've been bullied and I know how bullies' minds work. I know how to deal with them. Bring it on, female dog, bring it on, bring it on. I am not caring. But you're right, Jose, I do have many things going on, and I'm of a certain age where I don't need to get into physical uh, uh, alterations, I don't need to get into physical alterations. So there's ways of dealing with with bullies like that, there's ways. Obviously, like Trump always says, why would I devour my plans, it's stupid. I know what needs to be done, and I will do deal with it when it happens. And that's, that's pretty much that. There's nothing much more I can say on that. What else do you want me to say on that? There's nothing much more I can say on that. I'm telling you the way I feel. Bullies are the worst. They're the worst of the worst of the worst. They ruin lives. They're immature, most of them. They have nothing going on for themselves, okay? Okay, they have nothing going on for themselves. So, I mean, like I said, I'm playing, pretty much playing rope-a-dope with this certain bully right here. I'm playing rope-a-dope with GM because I'm letting him hang himself, and all I got to do is just say one thing to shut him out, shut him down, just one thing, one thing that he did, one thing. I told Mr. Jackson about this. He's the only one that I've told about this. So, okay, I, have, I can only just say that one thing. I, uh, yes, I don't have the evidence of it, but people know I don't lie and I wouldn't make something like this up. So, yeah, I, I'm i letting him play rope He's going to hang himself. So he better learn to... He's talking about telling people to man up. You're not man. You're a child. You're a child. You really are a child. When you start to live on your own and pay all of your own bills, then you'll start to man up and realize that you can't be a female dog all the rest of your life. You're gonna realize that sooner or later, sooner or later. But looking on both sides of the spectrum, being someone who was bullied and someone who became a bully briefly, it really, see, I feel lots of remorse for the people that I bullied. I really, really feel a lot of uh, remorse. Coy for one, for one, we were best friends. And for no reason, I don't even remember the reason why I became a bully and wanted to fight him. I don't even remember that reason. And for Philip, I remember that reason, you know, it's just um, being a bully. It was not a good uh, time in my life. It was a really dark time in my life. I didn't want to become a bully. I think I was being bullied so much that I became a bully because that's all I knew, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why I did what I did. I just don't know. I just, obviously if I could go into a time machine and reverse time, then I wouldn't have bullied anyone. I wouldn't have been bullied because I would have known I stayed away, but it's nothing I can do about it. I don't even know where half the people are. I know, Milton Joseph, God rest his soul. Um, I was really, really, really sad, saddened by his death, I heard. Cause he was, he was basically the last bully that sent me over the edge that made me snap. So after that, we did actually became really close friends. So I was saddened to hear about his death and the way he died, I really was saddened by that. Really and truly was saddened by that. But as far as all the other people who bullied me and the ones I bullied, I don't I haven't I don't know where they are. I haven't looked them up. I mean, what am I supposed to go do? Now go on Facebook and try to find them and apologize. It's like I don't know how much years later, 20, 30, even 40 years, they probably won't even remember me. But then again, they probably will because I remember them clearly. And I'm certain that. Most people who are bullied don't forget who bullied them. I'm certain of that. That I'm sure of because I don't, I haven't forgotten the people who bullied me, and so I don't. I don't like Jose being bullied. I don't like it at all because he's a good guy. Like I said, a family guy. He's a, he he looked out for me when I worked with him in a short period of time, and so therefore, yes, I'm gonna. Look out and defend him when I see some idiots uh, trying to bully him. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. And so, yes, I'm going to stick my nose absolutely in there. I know that he appreciates it. He has much called and told me, you know. So that's pretty much um, just the thing. I just don't understand why bullies do the things they do. I don't understand it at all. Why do you want to do that? Why? Why? Why do you bully people? Is it, is it like a power trip? I mean, I, I'm only ask, um, asking myself why. Why did I bully? Was it a power trip uh, with Philip? It wasn't really a power trip. It was more of of rage and anger towards something. And I don't don't. So that was rage and anger. With Coy, it was also rage and anger. So it wasn't really. Uh, a self-esteem thing with this pure rage and anger, and I, I, don't I don't know, I hope, obviously, I hope that I never affected their lives, I that's the one thing I hope for, that I didn't affect their lives at all, so, yeah, it, it just bothers me that uh, people can bully someone for no reason at all, and that he he so much as says that this this bothers him, and you dig in your heels even more. And the thing that gets me, you want to call and ask him for help. How could you be such an idiot, GM? You you bully someone because they don't speak English and and write English well, but yet you want to call them for the help. Call me for help. Call me because the phone's gonna always be ignored. It's gonna be ignored, and when. When the boss tells me why am I might not picking up his call? I'm not a trainer. I'm not getting paid to help him. I'm not getting paid to help this guy. What, are you kidding me? Uh-uh. Go to hell, guy. Go to hell. Go to double L. Because this could have been nipped in the bud. From the first time Jose brought this to the attention that this bothers him, it should have been nipped in the bud, but it was – it was – it left was let to go too far and uh this is what happens when things go too far you see the the thing about me is i am a loner so let me put it this way everyone that i've worked with that's from my area if they are mad at me because i took the side of um, of a so-called outsider then you know what so be it you gotta know if they knew me at all, that I'm a principal person and it's all about the principle here. So I really couldn't care less if they all didn't like me because you see, just like Jose, I don't go to work to be liked. I really don't. At the end of the day, when I go home, you think I think about anyone there? I don't. I really don't. Obviously there's exceptions to the rule. Like Chris, he's like a brother to me. So obviously it's different, but yeah, I don't go home thinking about these people from work. Uh, uh-uh. uh, no, sorry. So you think about you think I care that if they like me because they say, "Oh, you took an outsider."s No, you don't understand. GM is an idiot. Don't you see that? Don't you understand how much of a loser he is? Do you not see that at all, or no? Do you not? Because I certainly do. I certainly do. You know, you you can't go around making fun of people just because, you know, they're trying. He's working hard out there and he's trying, okay? He's trying to make a living and he's trying to do the right thing. He doesn't need some moron like GM bothering him about the way he speaks and the way he writes in English. He doesn't need that, okay? He don't need that. He don't need that at all. So yes. Am I am I regretting stepping in hells? No, I'm not. I am not regretting it at all. I am definitely, certainly not regretting it. One iota. Not one iota. So that's the thing about me. I don't play games. And if he wants to threaten me, like I told him right back, I said... You can threaten me all you want, but make sure you put me down and I'm not able to get back up ever. So that pretty much speaks for itself. I'm telling you that if you're going to threaten me, you better back it up and back it up really well, because if you don't back it up really well and I'm able to survive, well, then we Houston, we have a problem. Put it that way. Houston, we have a mother flowering problem okay secondly I've been working with these outsiders and they're not like outsiders anymore because I've been working with them they've been showing me the ropes I've been showing them things too. it's a good relationship as far as you go what have you done what have you done to prove any kind of friendship anything zero zip not i've I've given him two exclusive CDs one to someone who was there and him himself you think he's given it to them he's just a selfish prick a selfish obnoxious annoying prick that's what he is he's nothing but that you know what I mean seriously I like I told him I don't have time for games I don't have time for games, boy. I don't have time for games. You know, so... I uh, I don't like bullies. I haven't liked bullies since I was a child. Since one picked me up and dropped me on my head. That was the first one that I could remember. One was an older art teacher who was racist and she didn't like... Black, and she'd beat the crap out of me in the back room. Okay, I could keep going down the line. And these are decades ago that I'm talking about. I mean, I still remember it like it was yesterday. I still remember sitting on the toilet in the Webster uh, Elementary with the bully and all the kids uh, staring over the toilet at me, you know? I remember that tall kid picking me up, standing me over his head and say, you wanna fly? threw me up, put his hands up, he's gonna catch me, pulled his hands back, and I was unconscious, boom. I remember all this stuff. I remember every single bit of it. I remember, remember uh, I can't remember his name right now, but I remember you bully forced me to do your homework every day. And when I try to stand up for you, against you, then you, you got even more aggressive. I remember you. Now I don't remember your name. But I got your face right in my mind. Now, the thing is, my bullies' names, I don't remember them, but I remember their faces. But I remember everyone that I bullied. I remember their names specifically, like Philip and Corey. I especially feel bad for bullying Corey. I really, 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 really feel sad about bullying Corey Robinson. You know, I really do. It still bothers me to this day. And I'm a man. It's it's, I don't know how much years later. Probably 35, 40 years later. And I still feel the sadness and the guilt of me bullying you like that. I mean, what did I expect? After I bullied you like that, I felt the remorse then. I wanted to make peace, but you have not wanted nothing to do with me. I can't blame you for that. Why would you want anything to do with me? Look at what I did to you. I look at how I embarrassed you in front of the class like that. Why would you want anything to do with me? So I don't blame you one bit at all. And so I'm just going full circle to say that in this day and age, I do not like bullies. Whether it be a political bully, whether it be a bully from a coworker or a friend, family member. I don't like bullies, period. I don't. And I sat back long enough where I had to get involved. I had to get involved. You know, like I said, Jose, he's not an outsider to me because we work on the same team. Okay. I go down to the area where he is and we've worked together and we work well together. Okay. We work very well together and I've gotten to know him very well. And he's not someone who wants to come to work and just to make, he's not coming to work to make friends. He's coming to work to make a living, just like I am. I'm coming to work to make a living. I'm not coming to work to, to make friends. I'm not doing that. And so, like I said, I did not like GN's personality from the beginning. He's one of those guys who reached out to me like EB did. I didn't reach out to them. They reached out to me. They wanted to be friends with me, but I didn't like any of their personalities. I had no business being friends with them or trying to be friends with them. I had no business doing it because I knew that it was a mistake from the beginning. I knew it. I absolutely knew it was a mistake to be friends with GM when I knew that he had a personality that I just wanted to just smash his head with a rock, basically. So why would I be friends with a person with someone with a personality like that? It's horrible, but that's the truth. I didn't want to be friends, but I was like, okay. I'm being judgmental, as he said. Let me try to give him a chance. And I tried to give him a chance. I tried. But it turns out I was absolutely right. And I didn't let it go out as long as the other person. I decided right from the beginning that this guy is obnoxious and annoying. And he's like, he's so younger than me anyway. Why would I be friends with someone this young? We don't have anything in common at all. All he wants to do is get me mad. He's told me this, but but as much as told me that he likes to, to say things to get me mad. So that's how he is. You know, why would I be friends with someone like that? Why? Why? And like I said, I'm playing ropa though because I ha- it's like what the fuck was I talking about yesterday? Uh, I can't even think of it right now. I did yesterday aggressive, aggressive behavior. And they had a, a definition where they're basically saying in secrets. So I don't wanna be one to devolve secret. I've devolved it. To a trusted person that's not going to say anything, but I had to get it out of my system. Excuse me, I had to get it out of my system. I had to let someone know why I'm acting the way I am, so people don't just think I just went off the reservation and, and I'm a crazy person. So one person at least knows why, why this aggression, why this, 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 you know, why I'm acting this way. One person knows, and that's all for me. All it takes is one person. One person, that's all I need, one person. I don't care if no one else knows, one person knows, and I'm good. One person, uno, one person knows. And I'm good. I'm good. I'm very well good. So, bullying. Have you ever been bullied as a child or as an adult? I'd certainly like to hear from you. 323-835-1123, c f. So today we're talking about uh, bullying, you know. Is it actually worth to get into a physical alter- alteration with a bully? Well, when I was a child, it was as far as Milton Joseph, God his soul was, because he made me so angry that I responded with so much physical violence that it, it really stopped the bullying in its tracks, and uh, we actually became really close friends, if not best friends, I would say, after that point in time, because he had seen that I had enough. It was like he was waiting for me to stand up for myself like that, and I finally did. Makimba Ho, he's another one that I really and truly feel lots of regret for a bullion The guy had never done anything to me. I mean, he literally had done nothing to me. I I just didn't like his personality. That's no reason to bully someone. I literally bullied him, made him look like an idiot in front of the class. I really did. I really feel a lot of remorse for bullying you, McKimba Hall. I really do. I really and truly do. I really and truly feel a lot of remorse for bullying you. I remember the one time you were going to stand up to me and I almost wish that that you did, but my rage and anger was so large that you backed off from both from uh, standing up for yourself. So I really wish you had stand, stood up for yourself. You know, I really, really, I'm sorry about this stuff. It makes me so Sad on the inside to know that I was that kind of a person. To know that bullies made me become the bully for a short period of my life. And I don't know what made me not be a bully anymore, but it's not good. And yeah, sometimes I forget and I revert back to it, but I catch myself and I say, okay, I can't be a bully anymore. You know, I shouldn't be a bully anymore. And that's why I don't like liberals, because liberals want to bully me, a conservative, because I don't think the way they do. They want to silence me. Silencing me is a form of bullying. And I react very unkindly to someone who tries to bully me. I really do. I can't stress how much unkind anger that I will come at you with if you try to bully me, you know? and threatening me. You know, you're not gonna threaten me. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I said it to your face pretty much by writing it. But like I said to you, if it'll make you feel better and you want me to say it to your face, I certainly will. But I, I pretty much knew you were there and that was like saying it to you. So, I mean, certainly if you have iPhone, you certainly have my number. I could certainly do face to face like that too. But either way, I am not looking to get into conflicts. Jose is absolutely right about that. Now, though, it's in my nature not to let things go. It really is in my nature not to let things go. It's super hard not to let things go. I've never been able to let things go because how could I? I had to learn not to let things go. I had to learn to fight everything that came at me. So I didn't letting things go was not a way of life for me. And so, to try to let things go, it's not an easy task. It really isn't. And, yes, um, I'm not an adolescent anymore. And, therefore, I do need to know that there are certain certain things you just got to say, okay, it's not even worth it. And so, um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. but. I don't think anything is going to happen. Because if he comes into my personal space, that's different. You, you can't come into my personal space. You can't invade my personal space. That's 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 a no. That's a no-no. You're not going to invade my personal space. You're really not. You try to invade my personal space. is different. And worse than invade my personal space, obviously, is put laying hands on me. That's not Allowed, you're not allowed to lay hands on me. You really aren't. You really aren't. So, you want to talk about me being three feet tall and make fun of my height? Yeah, you think you think that that is something that's going to deter me? You have no idea how how uh, that you don't judge the book by its cover. You have no idea how how tall the people I've taken down and I was shorter than I am now as a kid. You have no idea the people I've taken down. See, I always like to say, God put me in the wrong body because my will and my spirit and my strength should be someone who's 10 feet tall. So, and that's exactly how I, how I, uh, Proceed with my life like I'm ten feet tall, cause that's my persona. That's that's what God gave me. That's what I feel within my body and my spirit and my soul. It doesn't matter that I'm put into a to a five foot five body. This five foot five body doesn't contain me, doesn't stop me, doesn't deter me from taking down a giant. It really doesn't. So, you could go ahead and try to deter me you can really try it's really on you it's up to you it's really up to you it's really up to you kid as you like to say you like to use that word kid it's really up to you boy it's really up to you boy you want to do this Hey, i'm gonna go say hi to my peeps get my work load up and go but if there's a roadblock, block, a stumbling block in my path, then you know what? So what? It's just a stumbling block. I can get past it. I can really get past a stumbling block. You're not going to stop me from being me. There's no way you're going to stop me from being me. Do you understand? I hope you understand that. You're really not going to stop me because I'm not going to allow you to bully me. And you know what? You weren't bullying me, but I made sure that you weren't going to bully him anymore. It wasn't going to happen. And yes, I definitely put myself right in this middle front and center with no thinking. I didn't even think twice about it. I was like, you are going to stop this. You're going to stop this. One way or another, you're going to stop this. And I made sure that you felt my presence. I made sure when you said, F all those Stafford guys, that I let you know, no, F you. I prefer them over you. And it wasn't just words. I actually meant every single word of it. I prefer them over you 20 times fold. Okay? 20 times fold. There's no doubt in my mind that I prefer them over you. It's not even a matter. It's not even a question. It just is. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, uh, not good at letting things go. The show wasn't supposed to be about this, but this is the topic that's in my mind currently. I didn't want to do a random thought because I didn't feel like going off like I did on Mr. Miguel. I didn't feel like doing that. I just don't have the the strength and energy. I just had some ear surgery for God's sake. I don't wanna to engage in any shenanigans, which I'm still waiting for my medication because they ran out at Walgreens. So yeah, games are not for me. I'm really not gonna play games. The games is not something that I intend to play. You see, when I was a young child, I I we couldn't afford games. We really couldn't afford games. There was no games around. We had to, I had to play with rocks and stones outside. That's why I played with rocks and stones. So as a man I certainly don't like games. And I'm telling you right now, GM, I'm telling you right now that you're you're barking up the wrong tree. Now Jose did talk to me. Yes, he did. And he said You know, basically, just relax. This guy isn't worth it. You know, you want to get a house. And he's right. No one else called me. No one else. No other person called me and said that Jose did. So that tells me a lot about his character, a lot about his character. I was standing up for him, and he's now telling me that I need to just relax and let it go because this guy isn't worth it. And he's absolutely right. Absolutely right. So... GM isn't going to take my uh, goals and wait for me. He really isn't. And he's going to need to call one of us sooner or later, and we'll see how he deals with that when I don't pick up. I don't know about Jose, but I certainly won't pick the phone up. So, and it's my priori- my, my prerogative because I'm not getting paid to be a trainer and help others, okay? I do it because I'm a nice person. But if you're going to be a a deuce back to me, you expect me to help you? No, that's not going to happen. That really isn't going to happen. You're not going to – I'm not going to uh, help you out. Absolutely not. Not going to happen, okay? It's really not going to happen. So anyone who's been bullied, I'd like to hear from you. Have you ever been bullied or have you ever been a bully? Even the bullies, bullies who feel remorse or bullies – who was like me felt remorse and felt feel apologetic and you want to apologize to the person you bullied. I wanna I don't want to hear from bullies who don't feel anything at all. I want to hear from bullies who's apologetic. That's who I want to hear from. If you are a bully that feels apologetic for the things you've done, give us a call and uh tell us your story. Tell us your story. Now, Bertel, I don't know if that was quite me bullying him. I don't think it was. Basically, I think it was the other way around. He, for some reason, didn't like my best friend Tracy at the time. And he would always go around spreading rumors, telling people that we're gay and having sex and stuff like that. And that was really annoying and angering for, stu- you know, it, things that weren't happening. It's just ridiculous. And so from that point on, I became very aggressive towards him because he was being, being a real dick towards me for no reason. And that one time I remember, I w- I really, I had snapped. And I had a, was it a baseball bat? I don't remember what I had in my hand. But I, I was gonna beat the hell out of him. And you know, you know who stopped him, Berto? Tracy's, you know who stopped me, Bertel? Tracy stopped me. The one that you were talking about. He's the one who saved you. Now keep that in mind. He saved you from a beating, even though the rumors involved him and myself. He stopped me from giving you the beating of your life. So that goes to the character of Tracy. You know, that goes to the character of him. Instead of you, Bertel, going around saying that stuff. So, I don't know if that categorized I guess I would categorize him, I don't know if that's called bullying or just being, spreading rumors, I guess what you call that. But that was ridiculous. I had There's many things I went through in my life that I'm not here, you, you know, to talk about it. My That's for my therapist, if I ever get one, or for my book, I should say. So, um yeah how's it going out there on this hump day I've been running the mouth like I have diarrhea diarrhea of the mouth I've been running and running and running because it's really bothersome bothersome to me you know really bothersome so we'll see what tomorrow brings I think I've spoken on this for quite a bit now and I shall see you on Thursday. Have a good day. Thank you for your listenership. And see you then. Hopefully. Physical corruption,